Check one, two. Check one, two. Check one, two. Lotioning and oiling. Bruh. Lotioning and loiling. I'm grown, man. I've been grown. We are farmers. Bum, 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 bum. What's going on, everybody? Today's episode, we got some articles we're going to talk about and try our best to digest, talking about how nicotine is a neuroprotective. Nicotine is good for us. We'll tell you on the Burn Down Podcast. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Burndown. I am your co-host, Justin, a.k.a. the Dapper Cigar. Oh, God. It was weird. I know. I'm your co-host, Eric, a.k.a. (laughs) Dapper Cigar, Brother Cigar, Justin Heisig here. Uh, if you're new to this channel, hit the like button, hit the subscribe button, check out the website, burnoutpodcast.com, become a member of $5 a month, you get exclusive discounts, and entered into monthly giveaways. Yes. Um, check out our cigar, The Blueprint. We got a couple boxes here on the table. Um, today's episode, we are talking about nicotine. So there is quite a few articles. We mentioned this in a previous episode of the podcast, how nicotine is what's called a neuroprotector. So what that means is it is... Uh, protection against neuro, uh, against your central nervous system. Yeah, and it talks about how there's studies behind nicotine where it helps uh, with Alzheimer's and Parkinson, Parkinson's and helps with cognitive abilities and helps with focus. So uh, th- there's some pretty hefty articles here that we yeah. printed out. They, so, they're quite wordy. Yeah. So we're not going to Jordan Peterson this uh, episode. We're just going <laughs> to use a lot of big words. Um, no, no, no. Listen, no knock on Jordan Peterson. I love Jordan Peterson. I love Jordan Peterson. But sometimes I listen to him. I'm like, what is he saying? I'm going to this is this is how I'm going to describe it. His vocabulary is quite extensive. He's like a, he's like an encyclopedia. Like and walking. You know, maybe I, listen, his his vocabulary is a little bit above my of above my understanding let's put it that Our way pay grade. okay <laughs> let's put it that way he's a brilliant brilliant guy um but sometimes it's it's a little challenging to understand because of all the the wordage but yeah so no um, anyway we are so we have a couple of studies here and like eric said they're quite extensive i mean this one's 13 pages a lot of it's all the citations at the end uh, but we highlighted some good stuff for you yeah. we're going to talk about it how nicotine's good for you and why it's good for you. But before we do, we it's need to light something up. Yeah. Because, man. Bro, man, it's bro, been a hell bro. of a... You know... I didn't have power for fucking all day today. You had a struggle with this freaking hard drive shit. You know, real quick. You know, we edited... I was editing the Mason Musso Metro Station episode. I got it done like a week in advance. I was pumped up. And all of a sudden, my hard drive, my computer, it just started crashing. And then... It just kept crashing and crashing and crashing and files corrupt and files corrupt. And I spent more time trying to fix the problem and figure out what was going on than I was actually editing the podcast. So now, what is this? A couple, a week after I already did it, I have to redo it and get it in in time. It's brutal, man. It's so, brutal. So we had to buy new hard drives. I have to transfer shit over. <laughs> it sucks. Anyways, um, I'm lighting up a nice Oliva Siri V. Uh, Churchill, maybe if yeah, yeah, Churchill, yeah, it's pretty good, pretty long, pretty long, strong, got the friction going on. And this is a, I have to look up the size, but this is Arturo Fuente. Um, this is uh, a Grand Reserva, mm-hmm. but I don't remember the size, so I have to look up the size. It is quite a unique size. Oh, is this the one right here? 
No way. No way. Oh, daddy. No way. Is it the Lonsdale? Let me see. Uh, it is not six and a half by 43. It is not... Uh, do, 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 do. It doesn't really matter, but for... Uh, let's see. Let's see. Nope, it's not the Lonsdale. It's not the Spanish Lonsdale. Is it really that big of a deal? I don't it's, so. It doesn't. It's not, but... It doesn't matter what you think. So we got a couple other things on the uh, the table here. We got this ice contraption. We got some Luxardo cherries. We got a little uh, out, uh, spirit shaker. What do you call it? A, uh, That's just a shaker. Yeah. You know what's kind of interesting? I, I'm looking this up. It's a, it's a um, it's one of those like weird shapes. It's a, it's long. It's probably about seven inches, but it's and it's got a tapered head. I don't remember the size, but as I'm looking it up, there's like fucking twenty different sizes yeah, of this. It's it's it's, in, it's insane. But it's anyways, I'm lighting that one up, and we got a little. Uh, I actually took the ice out of it because I didn't want it to water down. But what we're drinking today, we got some Luxardo cherries. Well, let's just say this: the wives are away this weekend. So when the cat's away, the no. mice will play, ladies and gentlemen. And we will be certainly playing today and tonight, baby. And what we got here is our martini glasses that were chilling. And then we... Oh, keep, that's what you're doing. Yeah, we keep them chilled. So what we're, what we're drinking today... Wow. Oh, look at... Look at that pour. Well, I just want to make sure I have enough for both of us here. Look at that pour. We got some extra bourbon here. I'll have to put them over on the side. We are drinking. It looks like iced tea. Mm. Good old Manhattan's, baby. Damn. Get the, give, me the, give me one of those Luxardo cherries. And we got to get baby. these Luxardo cherries going. Damn. This is like, this is the bee's knees right here. The bees. These, these are the legit cherries for the old fashions or yes. Manhattan. The, the, what's the other one's called? The, uh, what are the other cherries that most, most places use? Maraschino. Maraschino. There you go. And actually, I'm going to take one just for uh, just to eat because these things are fucking delicious. Bro, look at that. Oh, my. Look at the juiciness. Oh, bro. Juicy fruit. Bro, I could. Shut up. Hold on. Hold on. Shut mm-hmm. up. Bring it back. Bro, these. If you've never oh, had yeah. these. You got to spin oh, it, bro. You got to spin oh, it. Oh, 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 I'm just looking at the gloop. You got to spin it. Get some more gloop. In oh, there. you want to get some more gloop? If you've never had Luxardo cherries. Ooh. I'll try one. They are. You've never had these? No, I have them in a drink. I never actually eat oh, them. Oh, right just jar. eat one, dude. Right out the jar. Yeah. Whoop. Bro, one, it is. One, two, three, go. Mm. Bruh. Mm. Bruh. <laughs> Bruh. Wow. That tastes like fruit punch. Bruh. Damn. Next level, right? Next level. That is hella good. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. Wow. Wow, wow. That's really good. It t- the, the fruitness tastes like a good fruit punch. I don't think I've ever eaten that before, like straight out the jar. So we got our little Manhattans here. But a little bit of background. We talked about this on one episode a couple weeks ago. And then I remember actually seeing like a TikTok or an Instagram video from uh, Two Bears, One Cave with Tom Segura and um, Burt Kreischer. And they had, what's his name on here? They had the Dr. Andrew Hubbard. Dr. Emmett Brown. Pro- oh, I'm sorry. Professor Professor Andrew Hubberman. And they made a clip where they say, like, nicotine's actually good for you. And uh, there was a couple of people like, hey, you should watch this video, do an episode on it. And I was like, yeah, we're actually planning on doing it. So uh, this clip also reignited this conversation. He's a neuroscientist, professor, professor for neurobiology, 
Psychiatric and Behavioral Sciences at Stanford University School of Medicine. He talks about how nicotine is a neuroprotective. Nicotine is great for us. Not that everyone should take it, but nicotine is leads to heightened focus, improved memory, and it offsets neurodegeneration. Degeneration? Neurodegeneration, Parkinson's, and Alzheimer's. And for the people who don't know what neurodegeneration is, because I certainly don't, because I had to Google it. It's the protective autophamy, autophamy, A-T-O-P-H-Y, autophamy, progressive autophamy, which basically means like the waste away of cells, like cells are just dying off. And uh, so the progressive autophamy and loss of function of neurons. So basically what's presented in Parkinson's and Alzheimer's. So basically right? basically your brain's off the, getting off the worse. Fritz. Yeah, you're losing your memory. You're, you're, losing, you're losing your brain function. Oh, yeah. So you're neurodegenerative, or was it? What was the term? Neurodegeneration. Neurodegeneration. Meaning your brain is going the opposite way. Yeah, your you're not getting are, smarter. You're getting dumber. Yeah, your cells are basically <laughs> just like kind of just getting killed off or wasting away. And, yeah, exactly. So, and that's exactly what Parkinson's and Alzheimer's is, right? So, well, yeah, and there's and the, there was a, a study over here that will. It's a much shorter article, um, but it talks about how how nicotine was a cause. How how basically. They saw that smokers have less. Uh, there's a inverse relationship between smokers and Parkinson's and yeah. Alzheimer's, like you said, which led them to do the study on nicotine, and that's how we found out that this is what what so it was. Let's um, do so, a cheers really quick because hey, chin cheers. Hopefully, this is good. I kind of just whipped these up. Cheers, chin chin. Salute. Let's try this out. Are these martini like stemless martini glasses. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Not bad. Not bad. It's a, a little smoky. It, it is. A little, it's well, a it's the smoked bitters. Oh. Yeah, it's all I had was smoked bitters, so it's a little smoky. Definitely smoky. Definitely well, smoky. Well, I mean, I figured, hey, we're smoking cigars, but yeah, these are stemless martini glass, so you can keep them in ice. Is this what these little square things are for? Yeah, to keep them in ice, so it, stay, it stays cold. All right, so what article do you want to start off with? Um, I think we start off with this one. It's um, This is from... Uh, let's see what. Wow, this is an interesting word right here. I don't mean to cut you off, but nicotinic. Yeah, nicotinic. Yeah, exactly nicotinic restoration. All right, here's here's you want to hear you want to hear a little mumbo jumbo. Nicotinic restoration of excitatory neuroplasticity is linked to improved implicit motor learning skills in deprived smokers. If you look, if you, <laughs> if you look at my art, my my pages here, you'll see writing all over because as I'm reading these. Big ass words. I have no idea. <laughs> Googling I'm, them. <laughs> I'm literally Googling as I read them. So like neuroplasticity. Yeah, I, I, there's so the reason. So let's just let's backtrack. So the reason why these articles are like this is because these are in medical journals and these are scientifically written. Oh, yeah. So this is for somebody who is studying, you know, neurodegeneration or studying cognitive ab- ability. Like so there, it's filled with a lot of. Um, chemical compounds. It's filled with a lot I, of the which med- I googled medicinal vocabulary. You know what I'm saying? So there's a lot of shit in here that you know, like farm pharmacokinetics or uh, here we go N A C H C H R, which transcranial direct current stimulation. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So there's a lot of stuff that is filled in that 
we said we're is not a chemical compound this. that makes all these words. So we tried to dumb it down for the you know for the layman's. So here, so the first term, right? Neuroplasticity. What does that actually mean? It's the ability of the nervous system. This is what I wrote down. Ability of the nervous system to change its active uh, activity in response to intrinsic or ex- extrinsic uh, stimuli by recognizing its structure, function, or connecting after injuries such as stroke or traumatic brain in- brain injury. So it's your it's your body's ability to repair brain cells and brain function after a injury after an yeah, injury. That's what it sounds like to me. Right, and it's more so. It's it's more specifically a a. I stimulus, guess I, I guess a what's the word a uh, what do they call it? Oh, stimulus, right? Or a sti- uh, stimuli? No, but stimulus what's the <laughs> what's the word? An injury injury to the brain. So stroke, um, brain yeah. hey, brain hemorrhage, things like that. It's your body's ability to repair itself. Yeah. So intrinsic intrinsic stimuli is like natural natural. Uh, I guess stimulation, right? So, or natural causes, and then extrinsic meaning, like yeah. uh, coming from the outside or uh, trauma, like yeah, third party, like someone punching in the face. Intrinsic meaning your body, yeah, like a stroke came from the inside, right? Yeah. Brain hemorrhage came, but extrinsic meaning you got in a car accident, you had a blunt force Word. trauma to the head. Exactly. So here's um, the, here's the first two sentences of this this article here. So nicotine has been shown to modulate, which which I also googled means regulate. Uh, neuroplasticity, cognition, and uh, learning processes in smokers and non-smokers. A possible mechanism for its effect on learning and memory formation is its impact on long-term depression and long-term potentiation. Uh, let's see. Nicotine abstinence in smokers is often correlated with impaired cognitive performance as neuroplasticity is closely connected to learning and memory formations. We aim to explore the effect of nicotine spray administration in deprived smokers on paired associative stimulus stimulation, induced neuroplasticity, and on performance of the serial reaction time task, a sequential motor learning paradigm. Yeah, and that goes into all this mumble jumbo. Uh, the results indicate that a restored effect of nicotine spray uh, in deprived smokers on both like neuroplasticity and motor learning motor learning. These results present a possible explanation of persistence of nicotine addiction and probability of relapse. Um, I, I just read all that. I don't know what that fucking means. <laughs> I thought it was something, but no. So, so what we did with these articles is what I like to do is a lot of times is there's the you go to the, you go to the, the discussion, yeah. right? You go to the conclusions, you go to the results. If you just want to hear what happened, because a lot of the cliff notes, the middle stuff is. The experiment going on. If you really want to read it, we'll we'll link it. You can read it. But yeah, but let's, let's credit this. This is from oh, well, the studies from May twenty eighth, May twenty eighth, twenty eighteen, and it's from uh, what's this article here? This is from Frontiers. Oh, Frontiers in Neurology. Um, Frontiers, FrontiersIn.org. There you go. This is this is where this article is from. So, anyways, as you continue. The, uh, the, the so they were saying, here. so the general remarks, I mean, there's a bunch right here, but they basically said that the results were in favor of observations where nicotine spray could normalize your attention, your memory, your, what they put, quote, computational processing, so your ability to to calculate and, and equate things in your, in your brain. Mm-hmm. 
uh, they said that the nicotine spray, so in this case, in this study, they used a spray, but they said that nicotine was able to enhance all of those things in both smokers and non-smokers. More specifically, they said, okay, smokers that they deprived of smoking, they gave them nicotine um, to, to offset the lack of nicotine from smoking. And they said that it was able to bring their levels back, their yeah. their cognitive functions back up. And you and, could, all- and you could take like when we're talking about nicotine, we're not talking about cigarettes. Like they're straight up nicotine like tablets, or you can take orally. Like people take nicotine just to get a little kick. That's just straight up nicotine, not like with carcinogens and freaking c- cigarettes. I mean, cigars are full on c- uh, nicotine. There was another interesting thing in one of the other articles I want to bring up too that we'll we'll talk about. It's kind of a Onto a different topic, but they also mentioned in here that similar results have also been found in overnight nicotine abstinent schizophrenic patient. So what they're saying is that overnight nicotine abstinent schizophrenic patients, meaning they took away nicotine overnight um, and then gave them the spray and it said it enhanced attention and spatial working memory. So for schizophrenics, if people don't know what schizophrenics are, they're multiple personalities yeah. back and forth and it's literally a nicotine spray like when, at first when i was reading it i'm like what is what, what do they mean nicotine spray it's literally a canister that you spray nicotine on your tongue yes yeah, it's, it's um so anyway but that so that was that was one article where they they talking about the and we'll put all these deprived the, smokers the but there was yeah. there was an interesting so this is like really really in detail but then this one comes up and this one is systematic review of nicotine exposure's effect on neural stem and prognator cells. So this is another article. And this is from um, Brain Sciences. So from- this is where I was saying before they had the inverse correlation between smoking and Parkinson's disease, disease and later Alzheimer's disease as well, motivated investigation of nicotine as a neuroprotector. So they're saying because they found, what I mentioned to you before, is because they found that smokers typically had less cases of Alzheimer's and Parkinson's, they figured, let's do a study. Maybe that's nicotine because we're thinking that nicotine is a neuroprotector. So they did yeah. the study on it. And then they came um, that some studies have demonstrated that nicotine elicits improvements in cognitive function. So it enhances your your cognitive function. Which is pretty wild. Um, and it possibly offers neuroprotection against neurodegenerative conditions, which is what you were saying before. Many studies have sought to elucidate the effect of nicotine and neuroplasticity. Again, they're talking about how nicotine can be a neuroprotector. And they actually talk about why it does that. Justin got a little extra reading in while I was setting up the student before. Yeah, and I, I highlighted it. Again. I, I, mean, I highlighted it somewhere. They talked about... Which page? Uh, hold on. Let me find it here. Bear with us a second. And it says, Nicotine is chemically similar to acetylcholine, which is a neurotransmitter in the brain, um, that declines in Alzheimer's disease. Drugs such as Aricept help people with ne- Alzheimer's by boosting brain levels of acetylcholine. Apparently, nicotine binds to the receptors in the brain normally occupied by acetylcholine, which benefits people who need more, uh, but has no apparent effect on those who don't. So it's saying that it acts in the same way that this other neurotransmitter in the brain acts. Yeah, and this is the this is from Tampa Bay Times, which says study finds nicotine safe helps in Alzheimer's and Parkinson's. So, you know, they, they talk about smoking, of course, damages the lungs and blood vessels, aka cigarettes, for the most part, and contributes to an array of health problems. But nicotine, the common chemical that cigarettes deliver, might actually be good for aging brain. 
Smokers, for example, are less likely to develop Alzheimer's disease, a phenomenon that has long puzzled scientists because smoking contributes to cardiovascular disease, which strongly increases the risk of Alzheimer's. But closely, but closer investigation revealed that smoking doesn't confer the protection nicotine does, which is pretty wild. A, uh, a study of Alzheimer's patients showed that those who wore nicotine patches were better able to remember and pay attention to those who didn't. Another study showed that nicotine boosted cognitive fun- functions in older people who didn't have Alzheimer's but were showing signs of age-related mental decline. So if you're feeling a little woozy, if you're feeling like your memory is starting to fade away, don't take Prevagen. Just put a nicotine, nicotine patch on your arm. S- smoke a stogie. <laughs> um, there was another interesting thing. and we're, This is kind of going off on a, a different tangent, so I don't – I mean – we can just continue to beat this, you know, dead horse here. But not, but I want, what, I wanted to talk about this because now I want to rebring up what we talked about from. Uh, okay, so then I'll save this because this is this is a totally different topic. Yeah, hold on, let me, um, let me, let me. But uh, the main premise up. is that they they started the study and they found that nicotine acts like this other chemical that is a neurotransmitter in the brain mm-hmm. and it acts the same way to protect the brain against um, stress against injury. And they're saying, in this case, an injury could be Alzheimer's and Parkinson's because it's a degenerative um, disease of the brain. And they're saying nicotine acts as a neuroprotector, which can prevent Alzheimer's and Parkinson's and other neurodegenerative disorders, which is why you don't see as much in smokers. just to reiterate, we're not talking about cigarettes. Like, we're just talking straight up nicotine. No, they, they, yeah. Not- this study is about nicotine spray, but they're saying that there was a correlation between people who smoked yes. and Alzheimer's and Parkinson's, which led them to believe that But what I'm trying nicotine- to say is like, right, we're right. not saying like smoke cigarettes and you no, feel no, better. No, no, no. We're it- saying smoke cigars. Yeah. Well, that <laughs> right. Because then if you clip this up and people are like, really, bro? Cigarettes are going to help? There was a guy on Joe Rogan that's, that he, he Joe Rogan went through. He's like, are you saying the cigarettes are good for you? He goes, well, he's like, listen. No, no, that's, that's two bears, one cave. That was, was it? No, there was, another, there was another guy on Joe Rogan that said it too. Oh, okay. I think this is all like, this might be a trending topic because I noticed it on multiple podcasts where yeah. they talk about it. The nicotine is a neuroprotector. And I want to bring it back up from a couple episodes ago from our guy, Kevin uh, Amaram, who is, again, a real estate agent out in Ontario, Canada. So if you need real estate in Ontario, reach out to Kevin. Doesn't... um. I'm gonna look this up really quick because we're he, just talking about because this 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 puts his his uh, his theory into place here. So um, he said, so nicotine is is the most neuroprotective compound known to man, which we've been talking about. They think they'll eventually outlaw anything containing nicotine and then rebrand nicotine to sell to Alzheimer's patients and to prevent them from degrading further. The oldest people in the world were either cigarette. Or pipe smokers. As you know, cigar and pipe smokers make up an extremely small amount of the population. So just put that into perspective. But yeah, I thought it was pretty wild because then, you know, relating this back to cigars, as we always say, and which is factually a fact. Factually a fact? Factually a fact. When you smoke a cigar, it is straight tobacco, which contains nicotine. So, you know, that's... I've personally felt more in tuned, more focused. You know, maybe not right now because we're like discussing, like we're talking, we're this and that. But like if I smoke a cigar, if I'm studying or writing something down or if I'm even like working on a podcast. Oh, yeah. I noticed I'm a little more like hyper focused and like tuned in to what's going on. It could also, yeah, I'm also more relaxed. So I'm, I'm, 
less stressed, so I'm met, I'm my brain is more functions better. Yeah, you're not. You know what I'm saying too. So yeah. on top of the fact that you have the nicotine that enhances brain function, you also have less stress. It's reducing the stress. It's reducing your cloudiness um, and relaxing you more so that you can think clearly. So, like I said, having some having some trouble with with I'm gonna do a commercial right now. Ready? Having trouble with memory loss? Don't take Prevagen. Use a nicotine patch, or even better, smoke a cigar. Thanks. Your wordly advice from Eric, Brother Cigar. Oh, well, here's another article. Uh, I just Well, I just Googled something. I just wanted to see nicotine neuroprotector and see what happens. And it said, and this is actually from the article, nicotine has demonstrated neuroprotective abilities upon binding NACHRs, mm-hmm. that is, on numerous cells throughout the brain. I, I did look that up somewhere. So it says, acting that? therapeutically by inducing defense mechanisms against pathology-causing Alzheimer's disease, Parkinson's disease, and other neuroinflammatory conditions. So it basically acts as a defense mechanism. But if you scroll further down, Mm. there's another one that says, current evidence for neuroprotective effects of nicotine and caffeine. Huh? Huh? Cigars and coffee are the fucking cure for everything? (laughs) So Say it again. I didn't hear what you said. It says, current evidence. This is from uh, PubMed. National Library, National Library of Medicine. Uh, I was fucking weird because the acronym is NIH, but then it says National Library of Medicine. So I'm like, that's NLM, not NIH. <laughs> anyway, it says the title is Current Evidence for Neuroprotective Effects of Nicotine and Caffeine Against Parkinson's Disease. Mm-hmm. So it says Parkinson's Disease, the second most common neurodegener- neurodegenerative disorder affecting 1% to 3% of individuals over the age of 65. Uh, while effective therapy exists for treating bradykinesia, rigidity, rigidity, and tremor associated with the disease, the cause is unknown. There's no treatment available, blah, blah, blah. So it says nicotine has been shown in animals to stimulate the release of dopamine in the striatum and to preserve nigral neuron... Nigral? Nigral? Nigral neurons and striatal do- that's a whole bunch of crap. Coffee and caffeine consumption have also been shown in epidemiological studies to be inversely related to PD risk. Caffeine is an adenosine receptor antagonist that enhances locomotor activity in animal modes of park. So, ooh, that one got right in my eyeball. What'd you do? Turn that off? What's that? All right, so I'm, I'm going through all this crap, blah, blah, blah. But... Let me see if I have... So, what they're saying is... My bad. I had to turn the fan on to get the smoke out. So, it says, evidence for the neuroprotective potential of nicotine and caffeine is compelling, but further work is needed before the testing, um, clinical trials. What? So, you said, something okay. about, you said something about animals and humans, right? So, exciting findings are emerging that demonstrate attenuation of dopaminer, dopaminergic neurotoxicity with caffeine and other... Adenosine receptor antagonists in mice given. Okay, so they go they go really deep in. I fucking put the fan backwards. <laughs> Look at the smoke, dude. That's what happened. You put the fan. I'm like ah, <laughs> blew like right in my eyeballs. So they're saying that they that nicotine has been shown in animals it says to stimulate the release of dopamine in the striatum and to preserve. I think this word is nigral neurons and striatal dopamine levels in laboratory animals with lesioned nigrostriatal pathways. So I'm guessing, so if I understand this correctly, they've cut the pathways and nicotine has been shown to 
um, help preserve these pathways. Okay? Yeah. Cause then go, they're saying that going, going, going back to that, going back to studies in humans, right? Going back to this article from Frontiers, it says studies in animals and humans have shown improvement in attention, working, and episodic memory induced via application of nicotine. Basically correlating what you just said. So then they're saying, so, okay, and then they say caffeine is an adenosine receptor antagonist that enhances locomotor activity in animal models of Parkinson Parkinsonism. So this whole section basically says that nicotine can help prevent it, and then ca- then caffeine can help with locom- like your locomotor ability um, if you have it. So the combination of the two can help pre- prevent Parkinson's, can help prevent and treat Parkinson's. It's crazy. It's really crazy. Cigars and coffee, man. Fuck. Cigars and coffee. You know, but going back to saying, you know, the people who last the longest are pipe smokers and cigar smokers, you know, relatively speaking. You know, and I'm sure a high percentage of those people who do smoke pipe tobacco and smoke cigars probably drink coffee too. Okay. And now here's another thing, a totally different topic that I want to bring up because we're at 32 minutes. But this, okay. We had an episode about the taxes. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We we're talking about how why are you taxing cigars when people don't chain smoke cigars? Kids are not chain smoking cigars. Kids are smoking weed. They're smoking cigarettes. They're smoking vape pens. Okay. In one of these articles, they had talked about uh, vape pens. They call them uh, oh, yeah. ENDS. They call them ENDS. Yes. And ENDS stands for Electronic Nicotine Delivery Systems, um, also known as e-cigarettes. So like these... Yeah, e-cigs. You know, e-cigs. Um, I guess vape pens have nicotine in them, I'm assuming. I don't well, vape pens either have like, can- like nicotine and chemicals or vape pens have, or cannabis. Straight up, yeah, straight up weed pens. Okay, so in the case of the vape, the nicotine vape pens and, and e-cigs, um, they did a study and it says that research studies report that youth who use and may have hot, okay, uh, blah, blah, blah. In 2019. In 2019. Over 5 million United States middle and high school students had reported using electronic nicotine delivery system, using e-cigarettes and vapes. Shocker. In the past 30 days, including... Including... 10.5% of middle school students. Middle school is from the age of like... 6th grade to 8th grade. 10 to 14. Mm-mm-mm. So 12-year-olds... Ten percent of twelve-year-olds have used e-cigarettes and vape pens, and twenty-seven and a half percent of high school, over one out of every four high school students, use nicotine. Dude, pens, how sick, vape pens, e-cigarettes? How, how sick would it be? I don't know if it, the word is sick, but if we could get like the approval from a, like a middle school or high school, right? And we bring a cigar like this. We bring an e-cig and we bring a vape and we just sit at a table and we'll just uh, we'll come up with some funky sign to attract kids over and we'll say, hey, if you wanted one of these things and not obviously give it to them, but I would say, which one do you want out of all three of these? And just have, oh, I want, I want A. Yeah. I want, I want B. I want A. And just take a fucking tally and see how many people pick, kids pick a fucking Churchill cigar. My guess, less than 5%. Yeah. <laughs> but, but that, but, so I read this and I go, Wait a second. 10% middle school, 10 year olds, tw- 11, 12, 13 year olds. Because when you're 14, you move into into high school. 
Yeah. 14, 15, 16, 17, right? In some cases, 18. But 10, 11, 12, and 13-year-olds, 10% are using vape pens. That's crazy. 10%. And then this one, high school. One out of every four high school students are using vape pens, e-cigarettes. You know what? We're getting uh, we're getting Josh Abersky on in the next couple weeks. Fucking crazy. And he's the one who gave us that statistic that, you know, uh, overall tobacco sales, premium cigar sales are half a percent, right? So with all these all these new articles and statistics and episodes that we've been doing, I'm really intrigued to start asking him what he thinks, what his information that he can allow us to have, and uh, really just pick his brain regarding all this crazy shit. Because you know we think about this stuff every day in the grand scheme of things. No one really thinks about cigars, but people like us, we think about them every single day. It's and just like it's just wild when you think. Like, you know, there's the more the more that we read about like cigar smoking the more the the research backs the point that cigar smoking is, is good and it, it it goes against all of the hike in taxes right it backs the support that we say that cigars are better for your mental health they're good for neuro uh, protectors they're good for camaraderie they're good Parkinson's for depression Alzheimer's. they're good for all they're good for all of these different things and we back the we more research we do it backs up the point that kids aren't smoking them. Mm-hmm. Kids have no idea what cigars are, what premium cigars are. So why are the taxes going through the roof? Like I'll tell you all that. the research backs cigar smoking. It backs Bro, us. I'll tell you this: I didn't know anything. I didn't know anything other than a cigarette and, and weed. You know, I knew about cigarettes and weed. The old devil's lettuce. The old devil's lettuce. That AK forty-seven. Yeah. That California Kush. Yeah. That Pakistani Kush. That Pineapple Express. That Kush. Kush. Purple palm tree delight. And a ball like Reggie Bush. <laughs> um, I when I was growing up in middle school and high school, all I thought about—well, not thought about—but all I knew was kids either smoked cigarettes or they smoked weed. Never, ever, ever. Ever. Maybe when I was a senior, you know what, a senior in high school, I was smoking, I smoked black and milds. Yeah, but that's not cigars, man. But, but you know, that's that's like the only, like, caveat, because, you know, that's what the argument is. But that was a closer thing to a cigar. Yeah. Or you smoked one, like, with your pops in the backyard on a barbecue. Yeah. I, I would never about, I would never think about showing up to a party with a freaking 6 by 52 a 7 by 52 never. cigar and going to a party. I'll think about people bringing cigarettes. I'll people think about bringing weed, the bongs, the fucking bowls, the little tin foil, and a little, little kush, and I ball like <laughs> Reggie Bush. <laughs> Shout out to Little Wayne. Um, but uh, just fun to but, say kush. Yeah, and then right after you ball like Reggie Bush. Um, but you no, know, you're right. You don't ever think about in high school. I never thought about cigars, and that's, and that's what pisses a lot of people us in the cigar world, like us, off. It's because cigars just like they just got like kind of get swept in. They're like, yeah, oh, uh, yeah, sure. You get you, you're just a part of it too. It's like you don't get any special privilege, privileges. And uh, I don't know, man. It's it's uh, it's a bunch of bullshit, if you ask me. A bunch of bullshit. It's just it's wild how the things that don't make it doesn't make sense to push certain things and to limit and highly tax other things for instance the whole weed against cigars argument they try to tax cigars out the fucking ass and the only and the low it's probably the lowest tax on 
weed is like 10%, 13%. Mm-hmm. They want to tax cigars at 85, 95. If they had it their way, they would tax them at 100% across the board. But then you have weed that's 10%, 13%. Well, I think, have, major, I think a big part of that too is because, you know, a lot more lobbyists and financial gain in the weed industry. Get off the weed, Stephen A. Smith. But again, I was going, we put up a, a clip the other day or a couple weeks ago talking you know talking about that and people are like cigars cigars don't kill people or cigar or cigars are or, or weed doesn't kill people or cigars are way worse and I'm like I'm no. not we're not arguing cigars, cigars don't kill people <laughs> but I'm like I'm not we're not arguing whether cigars and or weed kills people or one's worse than the other it's not I'm not we're not saying that we're saying it, you're taxing one way way more that affects your cognitive ability affects your decision making ability that's yes yes if yes. you're driving in a car and you're smoking weed, and you get pulled over, you're going to get a DUI, where if you're smoking a cigar, it doesn't affect your cognitive ability. If anything, it helps. It doesn't help. It doesn't alter your decision-making skills. It only can maybe help, a.k.a. Winston Churchill fucking killing it in battle, smoking a million cigars a day. And if you're smoking a cigar in a car and a cop pulls you over, he's just going to say, you smell like shit. You smell like an ashtray. But, and, that, and that's my point, is, is the things that, like, they're going after such a small substrata of whoa what the hell was that <laughs> sir i'll buy that word for ten dollars substrata substrata there's the you just said <laughs> they go after a, such a small substrata of the quote-unquote smoking industry and try to tax that through the roof when it it's certainly not going to make you that much money if you tax the cigars because like joshua Haberski says it accounts for less than half a percent of the all the tobacco if you include cigarettes and all that other crap the mm-hmm. non-premium cigars so you're going to tax the premium cigars but you're not even really going to make that much money off it because it's only less than half a percent so how much are you really making on this tax hike and two it doesn't affect your it doesn't negatively affect your cognitive ability so why are you trying to tax something really high because I would assume that if something affected your ability to make decisions, well, if it affected it, it negatively, then I can say, okay, yeah, we probably want to tax that higher because we want people to do that less because it's causing all of these accidents. But, then but that's not the case with cigars. But then that whole argument can go out the window because the, you know liquor and alcohol is barely taxed. But that, no, but that's my point. My point exactly is if you were trying to go after some – if you wanted to make an impact on, like for instance, tobacco uh, – uh, alcohol how many accidents or drunk drivers kill people in the united states right it's shit it's, done. it's a, a lot so think, if I anything think, you, know you what, should I, tax I think alcohol I also, higher i think i also read that in the amount of deaths in the in the in the country alcohol has been responsible for half the deaths probably just in general whether it's driving fighting shooting right, right. alcohol you know and that's what I'm saying. So if you're going to like tax something, why don't you tax something that one has a huge market or not even tax it at all? Everyone's a grown ass adult. All fucking grown ass men. People can make decisions for themselves. You know, if you're going on the aspect of, you know, saving, uh, making the society and the community safer, I get that too. No, but, but I was also saying like, if you're trying to, like, there's really no reason. There's nothing backing the tax in cigars, right? Because no. if you were going to say, hey, you know what? We need to figure out a way because a tax a tax is basically how the government makes money, okay? Right? It's how the government makes how money. Else aside, they make money. Aside from fucking printing it, okay, and just <laughs> sending billions of dollars everywhere. 
it's how they make money. It, it's a tax, okay? So if you said, hey, we need to make some more money, you could, okay, what what do we already tax or what is there a big market for? And if we increase the tax by 1%, we'll make a shit ton of money because the Americans are buying a billion dollars worth of this. So if we raise the tax 1% of a billion dollars is 10 million, uh, 10 million bucks, right? But you're going to try to raise the tax on a, on a small market. Cigars account for less than half a percent. So you're going to raise the tax. You're not making any fucking money. That's so if like, the argument was, hey, we want to make no. some more money, that argument goes out the window because there's plenty of other things. If the argument was, hey, we want to go after something that messes up your brain function and hinders your ability to make decisions, that argument goes out the window because cigars don't do that. If anything, they enhance it. So I don't under- understand why they go after it so much. I don't either. It's like, you know, if product A is the cash cow and product B is barely selling, but then they start, you know, like, you know what, fuck it. Let's start taxing cash uh, ta- uh, product B be- over over product A. But why? Product B is not even making any money. Yeah. Why? You're not making any money there. If you want to tax more, tax product A, and you'll make more because it's a fucking cash cow. Yeah, and you can even, like, if you want to do the numbers, right, you can do, let's say, like, you, to your example, product A. Let's say product A makes a million dollars a year. Just say it makes a million dollars a year. Product B makes... 100,000. T- less. Let's say, because product B is, if we're comparing, like, you easy know, n- 10,000. Make easy 10,000, okay? Right? Easy numbers. Product A makes a million dollars a year. Product B makes 10,000. If you tax product B at, let's say you increase the tax to 20%. Say 20%. 20% of $10,000, okay, is two grand. Two grand. So you're going to make two grand. If you raise the tax on the million dollars, 1%, so 20 times less than the product B tax, 1% of a million, 10 grand, is 10 grand. And you, so you're making, so you're making half. You're, 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 the increase in tax is 20 times less than the increase over here, but you're making five times more in revenue. So I don't understand, like, why are you going after such a small fucking substrata of the tobacco industry? Wait, if you tax it, it's it. You're making no. You'd be it'd be the opposite. If it's, no, you tax one percent of yeah, of a million, a million dollars. Ten thousand is ten thousand bucks. So you're profiting ten thousand dollars on a one percent tax. But if you have ten thousand dollars worth of product that you tax twenty percent, you make two thousand oh, dollars oh, on yeah, the okay. ten thousand. Yeah, so yeah. here you tax it with product B. You tax it twenty percent and make two grand. Product A you tax one percent and you make ten grand. So you're you're taxing them less percentage and making five times as much money. So I go, I, I, I don't get it. I don't get it. Why don't you fucking raise the tax double on on cigarettes two percent? Raise the tax on vape pens two percent. Raise the tax on e-cigarettes two percent instead of raising cigars thirty, forty, fifty well, percent. Do, do that example with half a percent, right? A million and and so if I mean we can do it right now. Let's let's here I'll I'll, I'll do a I'll do it yeah. right now. Fuck it. Fuck it. Fuck it. We're going live. All right. We're we'll do go. it live. All right. Um, Fuck it. Two hours later. So you're telling me, so you're going to raise tobacco. So $410 million is up a half a percent. So you're telling me after all this, I know. You just went in. I'm going in. I'm numbers guy. And I'll cut most of this. You're telling me cigars account for about $400 million in revenue. And you're going to increase the tax. 
right? If you increase to 10%, you're only going to make an additional $39 million off of that. But cigarettes, if you increased cigarettes half of a percent, not 1%, not 5 not 10 half a percent, you would make $410 million. You'd make 10 you'd times. Roughly. Literally make 10 times the revenue. <laughs> That's fucking wild, bro. 10 times the revenue for a 20, t- 20 times less of an increase. Who's the CFO for the fucking American government, huh? I'm like, I, I don't what are they doing? I don't get it, man. I don't get it. Well, because it, I really, you know. And they're talking about raising it from 75 to 95, 20%. They're trying to hike it 20%. I'm like, if you hike to 20%, that half percent, you're still making more money. I, I don't, it, it blows my mind why they go after such little, a uh, small portion. For the fucking small guys. Uh, I'm sorry, it took me a long time to get there. I'm going to cut most of that crap out and then just say, like, this is the number, blah, 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 and then come with the final number because it's just. It's a lot, it's a fucking shit ton, bro. It's a fucking bro. shit ton. I think, I think we just signed, sealed, deliver it, and it right fucking there. Dude, f- Leave on that note. <laughs> I just can't believe that. Down, di- digest premium, that. Premium cigars, four hundred million. Cigarettes, eighty-two billion. Stupid. Bro. Bro. Facts. Fucking just un. It's just unreal. Mathematical facts, boy. Boy. So that's gonna do it for us here at the Burn Down. Uh, if you I'm like Justin, this, this if, is you, if you like Justin's math. Math, I know, I'm sorry. I get in sometimes, man. No, it's good to break it down. Let the people know. Because okay? sometimes I feel like, I, I mean, I love numbers and I love breaking it down because sometimes I don't think people really understand. Like when we say half a percent, we're trying to explain this when you go up. They don't really understand. I think the good point what you brought up was you got company A and you got company B. That was a great analogy. We did the numbers for company A and company B. Company A is cigarettes, company B is cigars. And we did the fucking numbers. And it's exactly the, the, the example Bruh. that we... If you guys like this video, if you guys like this podcast, hit that like button, please. Hit that subscribe button and hit that bell so you get notified every time we drop a new short, which is almost every day at this point, a YouTube short. It's literally every day, sometimes twice a day. Yeah, or or a regular YouTube video. Give us five stars on all the podcast platforms if you think it's worth it. Give us a nice little comment. Become a member on our podcast. You're talking Re- very softly. Reaching, like- reaching ninety, reaching ninety members, almost at that hundred yeah, member man. mark. Uh, Five dollars a month, exclusive discounts, and into monthly giveaways. You get fifteen percent off our cigar, the Blueprint, and uh, you know, just continue us to show your boys love. We appreciate all the feedback, all the engagement, all the messages, and. Just fun doing this stuff. So thank you guys and gals as per usual. We'll see you on the next one. Cheers. Chin chin. Salud.